You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Okay, Al, it's time to hit it. Yeehaw! Well, it's that time again. It's Saturday morning, and we're all ready to rock and roll. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting show today, as usual. You know, it's amazing how we always come up with all this stuff. Well, there's so much things going on in the automotive world. It's amazing. So today we have Andy, but I can't pronounce his last name, so we're going to call him Andy K from Leesbusters. Go ahead. How you do it? Cappadocacus. I looked it up, by the way. It means guy who sells cars. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> no. no. It okay. means least takeover. <laughs> least takeover in Greek. <laughs> there you that go. Is correct. <laughs> and we have also with us uh, Nicholas Cotsworth. Coatsworth? Coatsworth. Yeah. Good morning, folks. That's easy. It's, it used to be a tailor. Easy. Yeah. You, you buggered it up anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ian's from uh, the Humber View Group, and uh, he's going to tell us about a new thing that he's working on right now. Yeah. He's working on a thing called Car West Canada. Yeah. You guys got it. Okay, so we're going to talk about that, too. And Elliot Silverstein is going to call in from the CAA. That's further to the CAA's uh, Worst Roads campaign, where the worst roads are in the country. He's going to be talking about stuff in Hamilton, Burlington. How about Toronto? We don't have any roads in Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be interesting. By the way, if you go to facebook.com forward slash Dave's Corner Garage, you can see us because we're broadcasting. And I'm absolutely gobsmacked at how much we actually get, how many hits we get. Tens of thousands of hits we get, which is really something. That's right. People love watching us. I love it. So without further ado, Al, take us out. We'll come back. We're going to be talking to Andy about lease takeovers. That's it. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Alrighty, uh, we're back. We didn't go anywhere, actually. We just sat around talking. <laughs> In our pink shirts. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Uh, we're going to be talking about Lease Busters. It's actually leasebusters.com. And if you go to them, they have what's called leak, uh, weekly specials. I can't say weekly, weekly specials. specials. Correct. Uh, some of these weekly specials, here's one that says, I'll give you a cash incentive of $4,000 if you buy my Lincoln. Tell me that story. Why was that happening? Uh, the gentleman wants to get in and out, of, actually out of that car because he's already gotten into his next car. Oh, okay. So he wants to move the uh, transfer process a little uh, quicker. So he wants to offer an incentive for $4,000 for someone to take over his Lincoln. So the, according to this, the original payment is 719 bucks, but because he's giving you $4,000, the effective payment is under $600. That is correct. Yeah. The effective payment takes into account how many months he has left on that lease. Uh-huh. Right. And then we divide it by the $4,000. Now, Andy, if somebody's looking at the website and they see the car, how, how do they know what that effective number actually is? Uh, before you get to that car, that effective number is on the gallery page of all the cars there. Okay. So, and then they explain exactly the effective payment calculation. So this structure. is where your admin guys take over and, and figure that out for the customer. That is correct. Yeah. Now, can, can a guy make an offer? I mean, you know, I like it, but I'd like to get it at 550 instead of 600. You know, you can. We do have an offer button on the website. Yeah. Some clients decide to leave that button on for their vehicles, and some don't because they would rather have you call them directly and make that offer. So you actually work as the uh, the go-between. We are the least specialist. You're the matchmaker. We are. Right. We are. So I'm actually dealing with the guy selling the car, but you're the person that puts it all together and does the paperwork. 
Uh, we're actually the people that put the ad together. Ah, right. The paperwork is still done at the dealership for the lease actual transfer. I understand. For that vehicle. Now, does he come off the lease after? Uh, like in other words, does he is he stuck with the car until I pay it out? No, the uh, the lien is transferred over once the new client is approved on that specific yeah. lease. The lien gets transferred over to the new client. Interesting. I love this stuff. So, so this- in other words, as a buyer, you do have to qualify. You're not automatically going to get that car if you don't qualify. That is correct. Your credit's got to be as good, if not better, than that of the client that has that. So vehicle. this was weekly specials, but you've got a better special going on. We do. We uh, we have teamed up with uh, the Humberview Group, and Which especially is, uh, Nick here. Yeah, Nick is here with us today, and yeah. uh, Applewood uh, Chevrolet Cadillac actually has an enormous amount of deals on their Cadillac. Absolutely, brand. yeah. This month, you know, GM's gotten. Really, really aggressive with their lease rates, you know, especially Humberview Group being a, a bigger body. We have three GM dealerships throughout the GTA. So this month we have a really, really good short term lease. And that seems to be the way that, you know, Andy's company hit it on the head. People are looking for shorter term obligations and, you know, getting out of cars sooner before that warranty switches. So this month Cadillac XD5 is $459 a month, you know, with a cheap down payment of $3,400. Basically for 28, uh, you know, 28 months you're in the car. You know, for just over two years, and then you're out of it into something new, and the whole time, well, warranty, oil changes. You know, it's it's a trend that's definitely starting to catch on, and you know, a lot of manufacturers, I'm sure, are going to start jumping to that ship. So, pretty excited to have that this month. You're talking about when did they add the service as well to the to the cost? Of course, yeah. So, obviously, the new car is is covered under warranty. All the oil changes, uh, you know, all the repairs, uh, effectively, and you're not going to have any issues necessarily with you know. You would a, certainly a, hope a, not. A car yeah. that's you two know, years old. And but. what he's not telling you is when you go in for service and they have to do something, they'll give you another car for nothing. Yeah, that's oh, a, a free a free loaner car. Exactly. That's yeah. a great thing about the the Cadillac program, especially when you're covered under warranty, you do get that free loaner car. So it becomes a super, super easy convenience, you know, to drop yeah. your vehicle off for the day. Um, Are they going to give you a Cadillac or an old Chevette? No, Cadillac. <laughs> I, had, I had to take mine in. There was a problem with the seat. Well, you know what? My my buddy had a Bimmer and, and he had this fancy five series and, and they used to give him a, a real crapper for a rental oh, car. No. <laughs> they gave me a Cadillac, uh, another another Cadillac. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's It's a great program. The funny thing is, too, most, uh, you know, our dealership, especially, we have a discount car rental on site, which makes it even more convenient. So that way you don't have to go anywhere. There's no shuttle. There's nothing. They just take you right away. You, you grab the keys and you're on your way. So XT5, that's now it's in the third year, I think, this year. Yeah. So the XT5 has been out for a couple of years. It, uh, it was the predecessor to the SRX, uh, notably loved by many. And I was out for about six years and, you know, a new ride platform altogether. But mm-hmm. Cadillac's, you know, it's it's obviously sporting that new badge that some people love, some people hate. It's definitely... An evolution itself of the brand, but there's a lot of really, really cool features. And, you know, fun fact about that car is, you know, you get in there and when you start getting into a couple of good trim levels, the rear view camera, a lot of people get freaked out when you look in the mirror. It's actually a camera. Yeah. Uh, the, the field of view, if you're looking at it, you can zoom in and out, but it just, you know, it, it, it's kind of neat to see the direction that they're going. You know, used to hear the Cadillac was you know, the, the golden standard, and, and they're really, really pushing some of the boundaries of what they're putting in their new cars these days. So, Well, one of the things that I liked about the XT5 versus the SRX was SRX was full-time four-wheel drive all the time. Yeah. And the, this one here, you can select on what you want. Yeah. You can have sport mode, four-wheel drive mode, or just two-wheel drive. Yeah, and, and, and you know what? All cars are going... And you know, the transmissions, yeah, they're going a little bit more electronic, but you know, some brands, I have to say, you can feel the ride difference better than others. And, and the neat thing too about 
going into the sport mode versus the economy mode is, you know, the pedal, once you warm up to it for a couple of days, you know, really figures out who you are. Like, you know, I let my, my girlfriend borrow my car for a little bit mm. and, and I couldn't figure out, I thought the car was broken and, you know, she just wasn't pushing it. Right. So it's, it's really interesting to see the way that these cars adapt, uh, to the driver, especially with, you know, the, the pedal and the driving habits. But yeah, does that just, mean you got to find high heels that are coming your size? Yeah. Yeah. And I got to you know, let you the know, girlfriend drive. You gotta, yeah. You know, I, think, I, think, I, I think my shoes may be heavier too. Sorry, honey, you got to wear the flats. Okay. Your high heels are killing my you car. Spray made a hole red. in the carpet too. You know, <laughs> spray the soles red. <laughs> worth money, <laughs> I love it. You know, what else I find interesting is I drive many different cars in the Cadillac. They let me in. In the in the in the, the crossfire or the, the smart car, forget it. <laughs> You're nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, it, it's really neat. You know, Cadillac has obviously been coming out with a couple, uh, you know, a couple interesting evolutions of their models. They brought some new ones out with the new badging, and you know, quietly have have slipped some of them away. But the XT5, in terms of the market share, like I can tell you guys as a dealership, it's it's been slowly creeping up in terms of our overall percentage. I think last month. As a dealership, so we were actually number two in Canada. Uh, but to give you guys a representation, just about thirty-five percent, so about a third of the cars that we had sold across all four brands of GMC, you know, yeah. Buick, Chevy, Cadillac, it was it was that one particular model. So they've wow. done something right. So that's a it's a it's a really let's nice, just switch gears piece. for a second. The yeah, new Corvette's coming, absolutely. July the eleventh, uh, which is the fiftieth anniversary of the moon landing. Yeah, they're going to introduce the new Corvette, which is uh, mid-engine. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. How exciting is that? It's very very cool. Um, you know, it's, and it's funny too. We were, we were talking about this before uh, before the segment here. Guys been saving up for their you know Corvette their whole life yeah. in the past twenty years, and lately we've been getting calls at the dealership, and people are saying, "I just don't know anymore." You know, I, I finally finished all my pennies. Is this the right one? And GM's kept everything under wraps, so we're really excited for that one. Yeah, they showed it in New York uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Barra came out of the car, and it's a nice looking car. And of course, because it's a Chevy, it's not going to be as expensive as the Ferraris and all the. Oh other stuff. yeah, but it's definitely going to keep up with them. Yeah, definitely good stuff. Is that the only color available? Red. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. Yeah. All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. All right. I want to thank you all for joining in. Uh, make sure to tune in on Facebook. You can watch our pretty faces. We'll be right back. All righty. It's time to come back. And uh, again, we didn't go anywhere, except I did go pick up my apple juice. I got some more water. I got some more water. <laughs> All righty. I got an email that came in, and the question was, Andy, can you walk me through the process when I pick a car? Absolutely, yes. When you pick a car on the website that you like, actually what a lot of clients will do will actually have a short list of cars oh, that they okay. pick. So more than just one that meets their criteria. And then they'll go and start to call these clients individually. Um, from there, they can maybe email those clients or go right on their profile and make an offer on that particular vehicle. Like you said before, you wanted that Lincoln for 550 not yeah. 600 bucks a month, right? right? So they'll make that offer directly on their profile. Um, from there, wait to hear back from the client and then do what we call in the industry a greet and meet where you come to see the vehicle. Well, I, sure, that's going to be important because people are going to to uh, to your website because you know they, they've had a vision or they've had a dream about wanting to own a certain car. And, and instead of making the huge commitment, they want to do maybe a short term. So they're going to want to drive it first. A little bit, yes. Uh, and you know, it's an interesting topic you brought up, driving the vehicle that you're going to look at. Um, we always recommend that uh, the clients meet at the dealer level, at the dealership. Mm-hmm. It's just a safety factor. Oh, I everybody We're not meeting at the mall or we're not meeting at McDonald's. That's right. And not at your home either. 
That's right. You don't want strangers coming to Right. Those. You don't know who's coming. So that is a very important fact that we uh, take pride in telling all our clients on both sides of that. Actually, Now, what about history of the car? Can can I get some history of the car from your site? You can, actually. The, actually, the uh, clients that put their vehicles up online have the ability to get a Carfax report, uh-huh. which we have linked up right on their profile. So they can order that report. It's, uh, I forget the number, but it's about 40 to $50 that they can get a Carfax report. Right. It's important. As Dave said, um, we talked before the break about uh, once you've taken ownership of the car, you are responsible for that car. So you have to understand that, uh, number one, there's no safety certificate that's written. Uh, it's not like when you buy a used car. So, for example, yeah, this, lease, this, this lease it takeover vehicle that you could possibly get may have tires and brakes that are totally worn out. Or you had a small accident. Right, or had that accident, which is what the car proof report will show. So it's important that you get the car checked out beforehand. And this is where, you know, go take it for a drive. Make sure that you don't hear any strange sounds because once you've signed the paperwork at the dealership, it's your baby. You, you can't go back to the old owner anymore. The liability has transferred over. That is correct. And you are taking over a, a liability, as all leases are, yes, as we right. know. And that is a very good fact that uh, at the dealer level, you also want them to do maybe a safety report on the vehicle is also good and make sure that all the specs and services were done and up to date, including any recalls that might are arising from it. Well, sure. I mean, what's to stop somebody, you know, who's who leased a car, for example, I'm not going not going to mention a name or whatever. Frank. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about a brand, for example. And, and they found it really. Names, and, Bill? No, no, no. <laughs> I was thinking Jaguar. Um, who said that? Um, you know, a car like that, for example, where it's been a bit of a pain, you know, where yeah. they're particular, they're temperamental. Um, and, and that's why somebody wants to get rid of the car. So this is why you want to get it checked out yourself. Well, you know, things in life change, you know, like sometimes they get married or sometimes. Uh, there's a divorce or, or they, oh, well, that's the whole point of exactly the whole car, the whole idea, um, um, with lease busters is that, you know, people's situations change. Somebody loses a job. Somebody, uh, all of a sudden they're getting a baby that they didn't plan on. They need something bigger. So they have to get out of their car. And that's what lease busters is all about. You know what I noticed though? I don't notice a lot of SUVs. I notice a lot of cars. And that's the trend right now, right? Is everybody's going into SUVs? Yeah, that's and, right. And cars with a hatchback. We used to have hatchbacks forever, right? But <laughs> right. the Americans have discovered a hatchback now, right? So, right. but if I'm looking at your list, I see a lot of cars, but only one or two uh, in, in in SUV models. That that does happen, and especially you know you have to realize too that when gas prices go up. Mm-hmm. Um, SUVs uh, typically are going to start coming on the website a little bit more. I understand. For people is trying that close? to is get it, out. Is it really that close? It is. It is that type of marketplace. Wow. So, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking like trucks. Everybody's buying trucks. It's the biggest selling thing in the world is a truck. And if the gas prices go up, truck sales drop? Not necessarily drop, but the ones that are that are out on lease, yeah. sometimes clients want to put them up online. That's too, too expensive to that run. That is too expensive to run. I love it. Yeah, really, really cool thing too from a dealer perspective. Obviously, working hand in hand with lease busters is, you know, you have that kind of buyer who's very savvy and they know when the cycles hit, right? So maybe you know this month there's a fantastic deal on one particular car. You know, they get a wicked blowout payment on it, right? But then you know, two years later, maybe they have a couple months, you know, a year and a bit left, 
on an obligation, they found that other deal that they're chasing, right? So from a dealer perspective, it's a great tool. We've been able to help a lot of our clients that are those kinds of shoppers as well, because they come to you and they say, hey, like, I really want to get this, you know, for example, the XT5 short-term lease, but I don't want to carry over a small payment from the old one, right? It gives you that opportunity to to make somebody happy and, you know, obviously transfer a great car to somebody else who wants a good deal as well. So there's great deals floating around. So what Nick is describing is negative equity. We don't want to carry we that negative equity. We don't want that. And Lease Busters helps, uh, helps make the world go around without it. I love it. Leasebusters.com. You should go on the site just to browse. I mean, there's tons of stuff there. And there's a chat button if you've got any questions. There is. Yes, we have a 24-hour chat button, actually. Really 24 hours? It is. It is. Hello. Yeah, what? I'm just lonely. <laughs> Sorry. What are, you, what, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure it that's happens. the kind of chat button we're talking about. But yes. Yeah, if you have some car questions, do. perhaps. That's it. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gelman. Beside me is, of course, the big guy, Dave. Say hi, hi Dave. Hi, know. And Andy Dukakis <laughs> is here from uh, Lease, Lease Busters. Busters. And Nicholas is here, too. Yeah. And Nicholas well. is going to talk about car, 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 Conquest Cars Conquest. Canada. You Hard to it. say after the break. <laughs> All righty. We have a phone call coming in from Ken from we Oakville. Kenny in Oakville waking up an old car. What kind of car is it, Kenny? I've got a, a 19, or 2006 Mercedes-Benz. 280 slick, <laughs> slick, ah. <laughs> SLK, SLK. Yeah. All right. How long has it been? How long has it been sleeping? Uh, actually, I talked to you in November before I put it away. Okay. All, All right. right. So, did you? Uh, and what did you do at that point? Did you put in the? I, uh, I inflated the tires. I yeah. changed the oil. I uh, covered it all up. Uh, I put a trickle charger on it. Excellent. And uh, I guess that's about all. You're good to go. Did you leave the piece of cattail hanging out? Because that's <laughs> the thing that Dave always talks about, to keep, to keep, keep the rodents well, out of there. Actually, yeah. I put a big piece of plastic underneath it and wrapped it up, oh, up excellent. to the sides. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and, I, uh, I think that you should be good to go, as a matter of fact. Um, you know, if the battery is up and, and it's in, in, if it's outdoors, like you don't want to be running it in the garage for a long period of time, um, I would just give it a crank and start it up. That's a good idea. Don't run in the garage. Yeah. No, well, of course. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You are good to go because you've did the right things when you shut it down. So unwrap it, push it outside, fire it up. I would give it, yeah, turn the key, fire it up, and uh, make sure the battery charger's off before you put it, you start cranking yeah. it. Okay, you don't want it on. Um, I've seen where computers can get damaged, and of course, now should I let it run in front for yes. say, twenty minutes, half an hour? No, 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 no. Five, five or ten minutes would just be fine. You don't need to run it more than that. And then you be very careful about pressing the brakes because there's probably a little bit of corrosion on them. So you're gonna go down there and just sort of touch the brakes slowly, do some slow braking on it till everything sort of gets happy again. Well, that sounds good. I don't yeah. have to worry at all then. No, 3.2 well, is a dynamite motor. And uh, don't forget to let the air out of the tires, though, or certainly check it before you start to drive, because you said you overinflated it beforehand, right? I will do that. Great. And then put the top down. And oh, go. and then and then yeah. drive to the gas station and put in some fresh gas, and away you go. Yeah, you're good to go. Well, it, I, I filled the tank right up to the top. So. All right, perfect. All right, well, uh, make sure you have the seatbelt on tight, and uh, hold on. Have a great time. Thank you very much. You're very take welcome. Care. Already, as um, soon as Sebastian gets off the phone, we're going to take a call from uh, Brad in Brampton. And Brad, good morning. And we're talking about safeties on classic cars. That's, <clears throat> excuse me, that is correct. All right. So what's your question, Brad? Okay, the question is, I have a 65 convertible. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it's been totally redone mechanically. Yeah. But the top is 
very poor, non-existent, you might say. The mechanism works fine. Right. Um, but the top is bad. Mm-hmm. Now, does the top have to be replaced to pass a safety? I wouldn't think so. No, uh, so. You know, I don't see any special ruling in regards to convertible tops on the normal safety book. No, no. I've never seen that. You know, as a matter of fact, for example, um, you don't even need to have a windshield wiper, for example, on a certain car. Because back in the teens or the 20s, some of those cars didn't come with wipers. So you don't have right. to add them. This is what we were talking before. They don't grandfather the law. Um, same thing. on on. And now there is provisions in terms of taillights, as a matter of fact, because the law says that you have to have one. Operating taillight. Okay. So on that old vehicle, as long as you have one, that would pass. Now, uh, the the other way the rules read that, if the car has certain things, then they do have to work. So, for example, it needs a horn. It needs to have – all the lights would have to work on a car that had multiple lights in the back. Of course. Uh, however, if your vehicle didn't come equipped with something, it, you don't necessarily need it. Brad, you don't need emission tests either, do you? No, no. No emission tests. So he slides but, but right through? I, I, I've talked to a couple different shops, right? Class A mechanics, mm-hmm. and they both said – no, no, the convertible top has to be there. Hmm. Um, it, it won't pass the safety without the, the top. You it's know, the, what to do is check. You can go online in, in Ministry of Transportation, okay, Ministry of Transportation Ontario, and they actually have the guidelines there because the rules were just changed last year, and there's a PDF there. You can read the whole book yourself, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. And I think maybe what their problem might be is the back window uh, yellowed. Well, the back window, excuse me, the back window is part of the convertible top. Right. Well, is the top up or is the top down? Well, the the top would be down if I took it in for safety, obviously. Well, so you've got good view. You've got good vision. There's no problem. I don't see any problem with it at all. No, I don't see at at all. Perry, what kind of car is this? It's a, excuse me, a Corvair. And Corvair. Convertible. And sorry, you need the safety because you're doing a transfer? That is correct. Okay. That shouldn't be a problem. I don't don't think think it is either, no. I don't think it is an issue. But you can always check on the Internet. Thank I, you, my friend. I wonder if Fred Flintstone would have to put a floor in his car. I used to yeah. love the Because, you see, normally it's Corvair just his feet car. is what he uses to slow the thing down. And you can buy a top. I mean, they're all in Haggerty's in the, in the magazine. There's tons of stuff available. And as I've gotten older, my top's not working quite the way it did either. Just paint it, I keep telling you. <laughs> and it's yellow, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and after the break, we're going to be going to uh, talk to Elliot, eh? Yes, Elliot Silverstein. At the, uh, about the Canada. The worst roads in Canada. I feel like him. He's in the right isn't the one out in front of your house. He's in the right road business. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. All righty. A uh, short while ago, we had the CAA with us, and they were talking about their campaign about finding the worst roads in Canada. And we have a, I guess, a mid-report report. report. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot's with us, and he's with the CAA. Elliot, good morning. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. So tell us how we're doing with our our reporting on the worst roads in Canada. Well, you know, we're in our 16th year, and I think that you know, we're seeing, again, uh, a lot of interest and a lot of uptake on the campaign. We're, uh, we're going through the campaign another 13 days to go, but a lot of the, uh, the roads that we've seen year over year continue to be challenges for us and a lot of other areas uh, that are popping up as well. I think, you know, really what it comes down to is we had a very harsh winter, and uh, we're seeing the effects of it right now. Well, basically, Elliot, the whole idea is to shame the local municipality into going out and fixing them finally, or what? I think it's actually a little bit different than that, in the sense that, um, 
you know, we want to work with municipalities. We want to point out where the challenges, the pain points are for, for motorists, because a lot of times they'll have their plans in place of how they're going to repair, but it doesn't necessarily align to where the challenges are on the road. So we've seen communities like the city of Barrie um, that have really come out uh, in front of this and said, you know what, you're right. We've had issues on these roads and we're going to fix them. So um, it's not intended to be uh, a name and shame approach. Mm-hmm. It's really trying to identify and, and bring about change. Oh, so basically it's like, yeah, we want to go and fix them, but you have to tell us where the holes are. Exactly. And I think really, you know, what we've looked at over the last number of years is that most motorists don't do anything um, in terms of expressing their frustration when they've experienced challenges on the road. So this is really that voice, that forum for, for motorists to say, there's a problem here and we need to address. Well, I don't know. Whenever I go through one of them potholes, my wife yells at me all the time. So she's expressing herself. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess what you need to do is, is pick up the phone and say, you know, at the corner of a uh, forty nine hundred Bowser Street, there's a big pothole on the well, southbound we'll put lane. Well, a cone on it. We'll put a cone <laughs> on it. That way you avoid it. <laughs> and that's something part of the challenge is that people don't necessarily know where to go or who to call. Um, even the fact that in some municipalities you can file a uh, a claim if you had your car damaged by a uh, a pothole. So really, you know, consumer education is so important through this. And that's part of what we're trying to do here is have people understand that there are opportunities to bring about change. So this is a small part of it, but something that we're trying to, to push you around that people need to understand, they can call their municipalities and try and get these things fixed. Now, have, have you actually uh, got any roads for us to uh, criticize? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you have a lot of the, the, the challenges year over year. So a lot of them relate to construction or infrastructure, some that are in the midst of repairs. So in Toronto, we Dufferin. We see Eglinton East. Those are the areas that are really challenging. The last number of years in Hamilton, we've seen, seen Burlington Street East on the list. It continues to be out there, even out east, uh, you know, in Prince Edward County, around County Road 49. Those are those are roads that are continuing to be out there. But even other uh, even other roads, like in the city of Toronto, like Bathurst, mm-hmm. um, it was mentioned earlier, that's coming up on the list. People are expressing frustrations there because there are patches of that road that are very problematic. Is it because there's so much volume in traffic that this is happening? Not just because of the winter and the summer, but there's there's such a volume. Even if they fix the pothole, the pothole comes apart. Well, it, it, that's part of the challenge. So the potholes and, and the and the the patchwork that that's taking place is one issue. Congestion is another, and really because you know people are using the roads so many different ways as a pedestrian, as a cyclist. Uh, as a driver, there's different challenges in different ways. And we want to hear from all sides to really understand what the problems are. But, you know, congestion, for one, is a really big issue because even if you're fixing the roads, the infrastructure may need further um, assessment, further repair, or further expansion um, to uh, alleviate and address some of the things that are happening on our roads right now. Well, sure. And as far as a long-term goal, I mean, just to throw a couple shovelfuls of asphalt in the hole really doesn't fix it. It just no. fills that hole for that s- segment of time. It actually needs to be paved. Yeah. Right, it, do, it does. Yeah. All right, Elliot. People want to uh, join in. How do they do that? So all you need to do is go to caaworstroads.com. dot mm-hmm. uh, Between now and April twenty sixth, you fill in your information there. You can nominate as many roads as you like in your community that you feel uh, are worthy of uh, of being uh, acknowledged as uh, one of Ontario's worst roads. True. And if your car got eaten up by one of those holes, you can get a free tow if you're a CAA member. Correct. <laughs> Certainly, if you run into situations, we'll be there for you. All right, CAA. <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. Thank you. Okay, CAA.ca. That sounds okay. 
It's a tongue twister. Say it three times fast. <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. You're tuned to, and uh, we're gonna. What are we gonna do after the break, Dave? Uh, we're gonna take a call. We got some calls to do. We have one gentleman who's on the line who says about false advertising. Really? Yeah. And we're gonna talk to um, our friend here and talk about Car Qu Conquest Cars Canada. Can't wait. Right after this break, right. we'll be right back. Okay. Uh, We've got a caller. Yeah, well, let's take a call from Fred here. Fred's on the phone. Good morning, Fred. Do you have a complaint? Good morning. Good morning, Fred. What happened to you? Uh, I just want to pick your brain real fast, pal. I was going through the paper, and I was coming along and discovered the Mustang 5-liter. I go up on Sunday. I look around. I don't see it on the lot, so I figured it was inside inside the inside the car dealership. So I went back on Monday with a piece of paper out of the sun. And the, and the girl comes up, can I help you? And I said, sure, this is, and I said, this is what I'm looking for. Oh, you come well equipped. So I, I says, uh, <clears throat> you got one? She said, I go look in the computer. She comes out. She says, yeah, I got one in the computer. So I says, oh, I, I walked outside. I didn't see it. So we went out and she got a key, come back 10 minutes later with the key. We had walked all over the parking lot. The car, the key didn't open nothing. Went back in. She got a hold of the salesman. The salesman threw the paper back at me like he was, you know, it was nasty. Mm -hmm. And uh, and she said she had it on the computer. So then I talked to the guy and, and I left. And I called back and I talked to, to the sales guy. Mm -hmm. And he said, I'll get back to you in 24 hours. The problem is they had a 5-0 marked in the paper. When I got there, it was a 2.3. thousand. Well, but on the paper, it's a 5-0. And I got the paper. So this happened on Monday. Then Tuesday, he didn't call me back on Wednesday. I got up and my wife says to me, I got a surprise for you. I look in the in the sun. They got the car, but they took the five oh else. So now it's a three two point three. So the question is, was it just a clerical thing or do you think they were doing it intentionally to try to fool you? Well the well we walked all over the parking lot looking for the five oh and she couldn't find it. Yeah, you found a zero point zero. Yeah, you know, it, it was just I knew it was a scam because she was walking around and like she was asking me all kinds of questions, mm -hmm. and she was trying to find the car. She couldn't find the car. Yeah, you know and what? It could it could be a clerical error. If you really feel strongly about it, contact Ombic. That's who I was going to ask you. Who do I contact? Yeah, you go to ombic.ca. Uh, and and there'll be numbers there. You can contact them and tell them the story. They may investigate it for you, or they may just say, "Look, it could be a clerical error." If was there a serial number with the ad? Uh, I don't know. They, uh, yeah. they or a they, stock they, number in the ad? Was there a stock number in the ad for that vehicle? A clock number? Stock. stock. Yes, there was. Yes. There oh, was. okay. Yeah, you could be yeah, buying a Mustang. A stock number. <laughs> I. <laughs> Fred, is it all right if I chime in here? So I can tell you just, you know, working at a dealership myself and, and sometimes obviously when, when you're dealing with prints, the challenge is you have to have all these, uh, you know, the prices you got to hand it off to a creative guy. You have to have everything done, quite frankly, like a week in advance before they can print it off and send it out. Uh, I, I know that, you know, we've run into these circumstances, you know, every once in a while. It doesn't, doesn't happen very often, but again, it's because it passes through a couple hands. From a dealership side, I can tell you it's, it's not our intention. If they, if they were to sell you a car, you know, everybody wins. You'd get a great deal and, and you know, it's a great car. Um, right. That's why I went up there. 
I, and, and, and so it sounds like, and a lot of times too, the challenge, like I can tell you last week, for example, we had a client who's on a used car as well. And the challenge is, you know, a used car, when it, you know, hits prints, by the time it gets there, it may be out for rust proofing. It may be in the shop. They may be doing that servicing on it. And just, it's honestly, uh, you know, sometimes it happens to be so those honest mistakes where somebody grabbed the, cle- the, the keys, maybe it's in the cleanup bay. And a lot of the times, you know, we find that when we are grabbing these cars at auction, we get a lot of really, really similar spec. Like I can tell you, we have a zillion Impalas and Malibus on our lot and some of the turbo, the 4.0 engine and some of the 3.6. And sometimes those keys do get swapped. So, uh, you know, if it's any consolation, but absolutely, I think, you know, if they haven't called you back, that's maybe one sign. Um, I would follow up with you because at the end of the day, you know, for my dealership, I want to sell you a car, whatever car is going to make you the yeah, happiest. Exactly. Right. So if somebody's, you know, you've got an issue with a dealer or an ad that you read, by all means, just go to omvic.ca and uh, they can help you out. Now you sell different kinds of vehicles. Now you you represent you work specifically at a GM dealer, right? Yeah, absolutely. but you guys have come up with a new con, uh, concept. Yeah, so so uh, we I'm a part of a growing startup here in the in the GTA. We call ourselves Conquest Cars Canada. And there's a huge huge niche in the industry right now. Like uh, we we're we're a GM store. I work primarily uh, for a GM store, but we have great clients. You know, looking for a Cadillac, and then he walks in one day and he says, "You know what? My son loves Honda. He mm-hmm. really likes that Honda Civic. Right. Do you have anybody you could refer?" And you know. It, it struck a chord one day. So we decided, you know what, what if there was a, a group that put together, you know, the top tier consultants across every brand. So that way, you know, whether you're buying a Cadillac and you, now your son wants a Honda, what mm-hmm. if you could just transfer that same quality of service? Uh, and, you know, the funniest thing, the biggest trend I'm seeing is dealers are the biggest ones to blame for focusing on pricing. A lot of the times people just want a great quality of service, mm-hmm. right? You know, you're, you're buying a car, but it, you know, we treat it as almost like a one-time, you know, transaction. Well, it's a big investment it, and, it, uh, yeah, you know, it's a not, challenge. But but you know the the challenge can be to get the right vehicles. This is where the price isn't necessarily the most important thing. Yeah, so so absolutely. So we deliver on a higher quality service. Whether you're looking for any car in the GTA, a top tier network of consultants will save you time at the dealership, get you a really good price. Uh, it's 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 a great service. We're really excited. We're growing, uh, and and we're looking to make people happy, getting them great deals. Triple W Conquest VIP. That's right. Yeah, Conquest right. VIP. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. Well, we all know it's spring because yes. at 5 o'clock in the morning, this Robin outside <laughs> my window is squawking away, trying to get laid, and it ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question. Is spring, is that, are you busier in spring? We are very busy in springtime. A lot of people are getting in yeah. and out of vehicles, and uh, they're trying to put their vehicles up online because they want new vehicles to get into right now. I don't need a 4 by 4 because it's summer. No, I'm tired of my station wagon. I want to get a convertible. So I want to get seasons. a Corvette. Right. So there are seasons, I guess. In, in There is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just like uh, on the flip side, when uh, October, November comes, everybody wants to get into an all-wheel drive vehicle on the website. Yeah, that's right. SUV time. Right. Do you find that also that it's fluctuates? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? We have a lot of clients come in. The funniest thing they'll say is, I'm not going through another winter like that uh, again. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, they just, you know, there's good deals every time in the spring. Like, the cell phone uh, season two in sales, right? You know, everybody's graduating school. The kids are moving away or they're coming back. So it's just a time where the lot's happening, you know, getting a new job. Or- so would I be correct in saying there's two seasons? There's the spring market and the fall market. Yeah, absolutely. There's the people who are frisky for the new deal and there's free yeah. people who are frisky for, you know, the, the, the model year that's on the way out, right? And they, they want to catch that tailwind. 
And that's actually a good deal to get the model year that's on the way out. Absolutely, because, yeah. I mean, the interest rates are better. The- and you know what? There's there's a lot of those people who are almost the you know the the, the ones who even wait till the spring to get the model year that's on the way out. It's, yeah. You know, it should have been out four months ago. So a lot of those deals are still around, right? And and at that time, the dealerships are just you know the interest. See you later. Like it's costing us more to keep the car, right? So you know, it's fine. Fascinating is to me that I found out that one percent of the buyers pay cash. Everybody else is. Yeah. financing one form or another. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? And so leasing allows you to get your more car for a lesser payment mm-hmm. and then walk away at the other end. Exactly. Walk away insurance. Walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a segue. Yeah. Anyway, so give us your website, uh, Mr. Andy. Leasebusters.com. And you can also call in 888-357-2678. Do it again slow. 888 888- <laughs> Three five seven two six seven eight and conquest. Uh... Conquest Cars Canada. You guys can visit our website at conquest.vip or call us directly four one six four one eight seven nine zero two. Again four one six four one eight seven nine zero two. This guy's a natural. Two. You know he's I, a natural. I, I on work air. on the phone. I work on the phone for a living. <laughs> what are you wearing right now? Yeah, <laughs> you gotta ask me at eleven o'clock on the live chat. Eleven p.m. Eleven p.m. On the live chat. For that's a different PM. story. <laughs> Maybe you'll get lucky. Nick's gonna be I on live it. chat. Leasebusters.com. Eleven p.m. And we gotta say? thank Jeff Coy for joining us. Jeff is about plant insurance, and of course uh, Elliot from the CAA. Something. Don't forget. Yeah, Canada's See, worst roads. There's still time. You can. Nominate the street in front of you right now. <laughs> you know, it's absolutely ridiculous how bad the roads are. Really and, terrible. And I lost a couple of times. Yeah, that's another thing. When you're buying a car, don't buy the skinny tires. Oh, yeah. You know, like everybody's this 20 inch wheels and the. Buy regular, strong. Yeah, the ones that are that aren't going to eat the pothole, the rims. Yeah, yeah. You that. have to understand if you buy twenty-inch mag wheels that those tires cost twice as much. Oh, yeah. as the old ones do, and they do not like impacts. They Trust me. Yeah, they we had a eat. gallon the other day, and she needed a wheel. It was twenty-two hundred dollars for one wheel. For one wheel. Wow. And it was on a Mitsubishi. It was twenty-two hundred <laughs> on a Mitsubishi. I said to her, sell the car. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, true is truth is, and and and, and we do hope that the, that the municipalities get out there and fix these roads because you know people think that the government is going to p- give you they're going to pay for your repairs. Uh-uh. That is very few and far between. Trust me. It, you're well, not just that. Most of it. The, if they fix it within four days, you don't have a claim. <laughs> well, exactly. Really? The rules yeah. were so oh. tough. Yeah. They, it's designed not to not to pay. It really, yeah. yeah. It, it really I didn't know is that. Else. I'd hedge my bets though against. Yeah. It's the government uh, fixing that in time. <laughs> I'm sure, there's ways to stall. Just put that cone over it. Put that cone, cone, and they'll think it's fixed. There you go. There's your loophole. Yeah, but 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 trust me, you know, you, you know, I need my car fixed because I got to drive to work. You know, you're still on the phone trying to figure out how to make the claim. It just doesn't happen. I think it's a stacked deck. It really is. It really is. Yeah, and consider how much volume there is in the city. It's just unbelievable. Anyways, gentlemen, thank you. Andy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for Alan, having us. as usual, Glenn Allen Motors. That's my shop. And give Mandy a call and uh, we can set you up. Actually, my wife is one of his customers. Exactly. Because I don't want to hear the bitching. So <laughs> I send her to Alan. She said that I know how to please her. <laughs> no, there you go. <laughs> and of course, Nicholas, thank you for joining us. Yeah, really absolutely, well guys. Done. Thank you so much for having right. me today. Uh, that's it for now. Keep the shiny side up, the greasy side down. We'll see you next week. And... Uh, it's going to be an interesting show next week, but I'm not telling you what it is. And Bye-bye. thanks to Sebastian, too. Have yes. yourself a great week. Thanks, Sebastian. Thanks. Go thanks. Raptors. Take care.
This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.